Welcome to this week's Future Toolbox podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox, and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher, or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today. Hi and welcome to this week's Z to A podcast with me, Jules, and Mark from the multi-award winning Future Toolbox. Hello, everybody. Hello and yes, a very warm welcome. Now, this is where we pick a letter from the alphabet and a topic and discuss how you can use our tools to improve your own personal development and life. So, Mark, this week's letter is... Well, this week's letter is A for accountability as we continue the October theme for reflection and self-improvement. Wow, I'm looking forward to this one. So, um, go on then, hit us with it. What does accountability mean for people? Yeah, a lot of people might think of bank account or an accountant that does the company accounts or something like that. (laughs) But it's nothing to do with those two things. Accountability actually refers to the willingness to accept responsibility for our own actions, decisions and their consequences. So basically it involves acknowledging the impact of our choices on ourselves and for those around us. We need to become more self-aware, proactive and committed to continuous improvement, which is obviously what the theme for this month is all about as well. Wow, gosh, that's a lot in there. (laughs) It is, isn't it? This sounds like a bit scary being accountable. (laughs) But really, I guess simply it's about taking ownership of your actions and being responsible for your own actions as opposed to turning around and trying to do the old blame game isn't it and say wasn't me it was him honest we've used this phrase quite a lot in workshops where we talk about the words responsibility which is quite scary I don't mm. like that word, do you? Got to no, be responsible, you, yeah. all grown up. <laughs> all grown up. So if you break that word into two and then flip it, you could say responsibility, response and ability are two separate words. Then you have the ability to respond to something, which is actually a choice and a choice of how you react to something. So I guess being responsible, having the ability to respond, having the choice means being accountable really it sounds a little bit less scary when you say it like that doesn't it it does i think that's quite a nice way of explaining it really and i guess as well if you're gonna become accountable to yourself and really to others around you i think one of the key things that that will give you in terms of a skill is to be self-disciplined because you're gonna have to make sure that when you say that you're going to do something you are going to be accountable and you know what means you have to do it and the only way that you're going to do it is to be self-disciplined to do it yeah but that's where procrastination comes in a lot again we live in a world where we see a lot of instant successes which don't actually exist but we feel like we can just press a button and the magic will happen whereas in reality anything that we do in life we have to hold ourselves accountable for our actions so i'm going to pick a couple of things from our own point of view obviously we run our own business I generally say to people, I don't have a boss, but I do. I have you. <laughs> you do have a boss. <laughs> Whether I always listen to my boss or not is a different thing. Oh, that, that's, uh, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> responsible for the boss. We are obviously accountable for our own actions. And whether we do something or not, is totally our choice. Mm-hmm. So, for example, last week, 
We had quite a busy day planned, but I suggested we went paddle boarding instead. <laughs> now, I could say that was totally my fault that we didn't do as much work that day. But I could also hold you accountable for it because you jumped to the chance and said, yeah, let's go paddleboarding. The weather's really, really great. Let's do some work later. And then a few other things got in the way and it sort of wiped our actions out. Okay, we work for ourselves, so we're not going to get sacked from our job and it didn't have any long-term consequences. But we knew the stuff that we had to do on that day, we had to catch up on. So it meant maybe making a sacrifice the following day or day after. Absolutely. And for us, that was fine. Had we have continued to do that and not do the work, then I might well have changed and held you accountable for <laughs> making me go and do these wonderful things as opposed yeah. to, to, to doing the work that we need to do. But um, yeah, I think being accountable is really good quality because in terms of personal development, which is what we're all about, it helps you to learn from your setbacks, which is a little bit what we were talking about last week as well, isn't it? Yeah. Last week we had M for making mistakes. And we talked about that uncomfortable feeling sometimes when you make a mistake and then you feel like you've let somebody down, you've let yourself down, you get a little bit scared, it knocks your confidence or whatever. But learning from your mistakes, learning from your setbacks helps you to improve and build resilience mm. and also create a growth mindset to think, actually, do you know what? I made that mistake, but I've actually gone past that now. I've recovered from it, which makes me stronger. It makes me feel more confident when yeah. I go on to do the next thing. So it's all about your self-improvement journey. Yeah, losing that fear of accepting blame because we're brilliant at putting the blame on other people, even though, you know, deep down, actually, probably it was my fault. So losing that fear is another step on your self-improvement journey. So we've talked a little bit about what accountability is, but what are the benefits of having greater self-accountability and how do we achieve that? One of the great things I think is... It makes you better at goal setting. Now, we're big advocates of setting goals yep. and working towards them, but it helps you to prioritise when you're working towards these goals and makes you acknowledge that you choose how to spend your time. But that also, it gives you greater productivity. It reminds you to be focused on your goals and use your time meaningfully. I like that one actually because goal setting is something that we have to massively do as part of our business and I'm going to use a couple of examples around our business. It is actually a year since we launched this podcast. Whoop, Happy whoop. birthday to Happy the birthday Z2A to... <laughs> of life. <laughs> I also had the harebrained idea last year of launching a podcast and a book in the same week. Which, uh, yeah, yeah you, you were quite <laughs> impressed with that. So we launched the Z2A podcast. Uh, we also launched the latest book, which was Half Man, Half Marathon, and that was a year ago. So yeah, the goal was set to launch the podcast and the book in October. Now, these two projects had very, very different effects on them because the podcast, we could have launched at any time. If we didn't launch it till November, it wouldn't have been a major problem, would it? No, it wouldn't. You no, just wouldn't be listening to this now. You'd yeah. have to wait another month for We'd it. Have to wait another month for our birthday. <laughs> but releasing the book Half Man, Half Marathon became time sensitive. It had been a bit difficult to arrange a book launch at the beginning of October. Everybody turns up and then you go, well, the book's actually out in November. It would have been a bit awkward, wouldn't it? A little bit awkward. So we had the release date of the book and then we almost had to work backwards. 
and think, right, okay, so we need to get the copies ordered. We need to make sure that the venue's free. We need to make sure that everything's in place so we can turn up on that day and so can everybody else. Everybody's invited. So there was less time for procrastination on that one. Very much so. And I also think that self-accountability gives you that motivation because you're setting those goals and because you're holding yourself accountable to make sure that you get these done. When you reach those certain milestones within the goal setting, it actually fuels your drive to keep setting new goals and it keeps you on track to meet one goal and that it will then provide you a fabulous burst of inspiration to focus on the next one. So it actually is a wonderful tool for keeping you motivated. And I'm going to use the book again for a great example of that because when we wrote What the Hell Just Happened, we wrote that in 36 days. That was incredible. It though, was wasn't really, it? wasn't it? <laughs> and then when we wrote Half Man, Half Marathon, because I generally wrote the manuscript for that book, I initially set the goal to write that in 36 days then realised it was only me writing it and not you. So doubled the time to 72 days and set myself a goal to write 500 words a day minimum. Now, 500 words a day over 72 days probably wouldn't have added up to the book, but I found it really easy just to carry on slightly in certain places. So I held myself accountable by breaking the goal down, setting it, thinking, right, I must write every single day. I remember you doing that and I was very, very impressed, I won't lie, at how you stuck to that and you, you did it every single day. You would sit down and you would make sure that you did at least that. But most of the time you were going over the words. Massively. Of what you wanted to do that particular day. So, uh, yeah. I've well impressed the boss. You. I impressed the boss. <laughs> I didn't give you a raise though, did I? <laughs> didn't, get, didn't get a pay rise. Just got a book at the end of it. <laughs> You were saying it, it can really increase your motivation, but also your self-confidence because they sort of go along together. Being accountable is a really great tool to increase your self-confidence, your motivation and for your personal development, as we were saying earlier. OK, so so far we've talked about what accountability is, about being responsible for your own actions and having choices. We've also given a few examples of writing our own books, launching this podcast and so on. But how can these wonderful listeners hold themselves accountable? Have you got some tips? Yeah, these I think are probably the main five tips in how to hold yourself accountable. Now, the first one I would say is start small. Don't expect to become what's called a self-accountability expert overnight. Start small and then you can build up as you go along and build your confidence and your self-belief. Going back to the example of writing the book, we've used that one quite a lot. 500 words a day was achievable. If I'd have said I'm going to write 10,000 words a day, I wouldn't have followed that goal. It's too big. Yeah. You need to break things down into bite-sized chunks. Yeah, absolutely. Start small and build. Then your confidence and self-belief will build on that as well. So your second tip, and we've talked about it, is yeah, set those goals. It forces you to own what you've set out to do. So that's why you set the goals. And so think carefully. What is your aim? What is it you want to accomplish? And as we've said before, long-term goals can seem really daunting. But again, start small, break them down. I mean, at Future Toolbox, we're massive advocates of goal setting. We absolutely love to talk about the subject. So it's just about making sure the goals are measurable, realistic and achievable. So what's the next tip? Tip number three is to create a schedule. It gives you a sense of control and, funnily enough, 
accountability over how you're going to spend your day and your time. Form your schedule around when you think you're most productive in your day. So if you are a person that gets up in the morning and you're full of energy and drive, use that time to be productive. If you're more productive in the afternoon or the evening, then plan to do a lot of your stuff then. Yeah, that's a good shout, really. The other week, we was very productive of getting paddleboarding in the daytime because that's when the perfect conditions were. But we could I wouldn't actually, want to do it at night, we, to be we honest. wouldn't want to do that at night. <laughs> but joking aside, yeah, it is creating a schedule. It's fitting things in when they work. It might be that if you work from home, for instance, you need to do something when, say, the kids are at school or when your other half's out and about or something like that. You like some quiet time away from me sometimes. <laughs> Believe it or not, you, you need to miss my various witty comments from time to time. But it is about sometimes fitting things into the schedule when they're going to work too. It, it is very much so. And there are times where we work absolutely brilliantly together and we bounce off each other and we can get a great deal of work done in a very short space of time. But there are times when maybe you might go to the football or you may go for a run And I will stay in because I've got things to do. And having that time just to myself, again, I can be very productive. And there's that word in there about time management as well, which I always used to get really scared of because I could never manage time. And I don't know if it is actually possible to manage time, but it is about being realistic and thinking, right, okay, I've got 20 minutes here, so I need to do a task that's going to take me 10 minutes. Not I've got 20 minutes here, I need to do a task that will probably take me 40 minutes, but I'll rush it really quickly. So yeah, if you plan to do your work when you are the most productive or where you know within your day you're going to have the time to be able to do it, it will make ticking things off your to-do list so much easier because you'll be ticking them and saying, yeah, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, which leads me massively on to tip number four, which is reward yourself. Now, this is the bit we've spoken about before and we love to be able to say, yes, we've done that. So take a moment to reward yourself with whatever it is that you enjoy. Ooh, we all know what Mark has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just a, I always say a slice of chocolate these days. Some yeah. people say a square of chocolate, but I Actually, call it a slice now. Slice? Is it yeah. a bar? Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's a few slices. Yeah, but I didn't say how big the slice was. You can have a big slice of cake, a small slice of cake. You can have a big <laughs> slice of chocolate or a small slice of chocolate. Definitely take a moment to reflect, which is what we're saying in our theme this month, but reflect on how far you've come and what you've learned after each of your little milestones. And again, this will motivate you to continue working on your personal development. So reward yourself. I mean, it's self-care, isn't it, as well? Yeah. I mean, joking aside from chocolate, one of my nice rewards is I love just to go outside. So if you've been working really, really hard, maybe going for a walk around the park or just getting outside and enjoying the fresh air and thinking, right, I've done that now. Let's just get away from what I've done and just reflect on it slightly without thinking too hard about it. Four out of five tips done. What's number five? Number five is get yourself an accountability partner. Oh, I like that one. Or buddy, if you want to call it that. Any kind of journey or self-improvement that you're working on could be challenging if you're trying to do it on your own. So if you can find somebody, I don't know, somebody from your family, a loved one, like we hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. And I think I just said on air that I perhaps love you. Oh, wow. Oh, bless you. (laughs) But a friend or somebody that has similar goals or understands what it is that you're trying to achieve, and then you can support each other 
Yeah, so in a lot of our school workshops around study and revision, we always use the term study buddy, which sometimes teenagers find that phrase a little bit cheesy, but I love cheesy because it works. If you have a study buddy, and especially if you're a teenager in school and you're working towards something that maybe you find hard, maybe you find that you're not hugely motivated to work towards that, but you get somebody on your side who you can work through those tough times and learn and celebrate the successes together, then that's really, really key. Take that into adulthood. You can have an accountability partner at work Mm. or if you're writing a book, join a group of authors who are also writing their books. That's it. It doesn't have to be work related. It can be something to do with a hobby that you have. It could be running, for example. Have a running accountability buddy. Yes, yeah. A rab, a running accountability (laughs) buddy. Have a rab. rab. I ran with quite a lot of people when I was doing (laughs) half marathon marathon training and some people would refer to us as a rabble, so I suppose a rab's short for that, isn't it? A running accountable buddy, B-L-E at the end of it. Yeah. (laughs) We'll think of what they stand for. Hey, maybe somebody could let us know. Give us an acronym for rabble. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's somebody that can support you, help you, you can vent all your frustrations to discuss the whole big goals and another good thing is exchanging positive affirmations with yeah. each other to help you get up in the morning and have that positivity get that fire going in your belly and achieve what it is you want to get done that day yeah and then you can celebrate your successes together yeah that's wonderful isn't it so you go out for a meal you can go for a coffee and a cake which we did this morning for breakfast didn't we before (laughs) we we started work (laughs) yeah we hadn't celebrated anything from the day it was like what should we do let's go out for a coffee and a cake (laughs) so we really hope this has helped you understand what being accountable is and how it can massively improve you achieving your life goals yeah so hold yourself accountable and go and find some great tools on how to develop your life by going to our website futuretoolbox.co.uk you can also hop onto our social media platforms we are on facebook instagram and tiktok tiktok we're also on youtube you can find loads of good stuff on there plus we're on linkedin because we are we are everywhere (laughs) (laughs) also hold yourselves accountable to listen to some back episodes of our podcast but Make sure that you tune in for next week's too as well. We look forward to joining you soon. Have a great week and see you later. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.